What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. My mind's playing tricks on me. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but nothing seems to give me sweet relief. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but every time it seems I lose my mind. My mind. Oh, I. It's self helpless with Kelsey Cook, Delaney Fisher, and Taylor Tomlinson. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Self Helpless. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And this week, we are talking uh, about a topic that I've been wanting to do for a really long time. Yes. We'll see how Delaney and Kelsey feel about it. Uh, Intuitive (laughs) eating. Uh, It is a book. Uh, It is a lifestyle. It is a revolutionary program that works, according to the cover of the book. Uh, (laughs) And I'm really excited to get into it. But first, it's been a while since the three of us just did one just the three of us. So just the three of long. us. I feel like so much has changed for all well, of us yeah. in the last, I don't know, it's been like a month probably since we've recorded one, just us. Probably. Well, because the last one we did, the three of us, was the Patreon teaser, and we didn't do oh, that's segments right. for it. So, oh, yeah. yeah, it yeah. probably has been a full month. Things yeah. are different. Yeah. 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 So, um, as you guys know, we're all we're all very busy, and we don't get to hang out that much. And so these segments are like us talking to each other. Oh, yeah. It's us catching up for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just being recorded. Yeah. Exactly. Who we wants have a, to start? We have a re- couple of really good oh. quotables oh yes okay so so you've got the one i found on twitter i've got the one you got found on twitter and this is from the minimalist they have great quotes you should just follow them and listen to their stuff because they always end on like something real juicy yeah. do they Ooh, they, well, they have is, some good content this is a pin their pinned tweet and uh the tweet is love people and use things because the opposite never works mm-hmm Ooh. Mm. i love that and and then i think one of our listeners also was like oh i like the other one that they have which is you can't change the people around you but you can change the people around you i fucking love that i love that i love that one too i really love that god damn yeah that just that hits so hard it's so true so good and then there's a triple threat it's so funny because i screenshotted this and it's from uh it's like a minimal life uh instagram account and it says don't let perfect be the enemy of better. God. Oh. Dude. 
That's another like tattoo quote for me where I'm like, yeah. I honestly should see that multiple times a day. Yeah. Next yeah. to your just Beyonce your wrist <laughs> sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. truly. That- Seriously. Mm. That anxiety and the perfectionism can stop you from doing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or enjoying anything or right. feeling like you accomplished anything if it's not perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, God, those were good. Those were really good. <laughs> you guys got your money's worth, right? <laughs> yeah. This is free. That was this fun. Is... See you later. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. Uh, I think Kelsey had a self-care list. That probably ties yeah. into my self-care list. Okay, yeah. We're on opposite. We're, I'm at the beginning and you're at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same self-care list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this is one we've obviously talked about before, but I definitely, um, I went backward in the whole um like taking care of myself on the road and not, not booking too much travel. I don't know how it happened. I think what I need to do is buy one of those like three month wall calendars. Do you know what I mean? Where it's not yes. just because I use the calendar on my iPhone, which just shows you a month. Yeah. And if you want to see more than one month at a time, everything gets really tiny and you can't actually see what's in each day. That's a great idea. That's a really yeah. great idea. Yeah. So what happened for me was last month, at the end of last month, I had a trip to Washington, D.C. for shows. And then from there, I took a train to New York and I was in New York yeah. for shows. And then I flew back home from there. That was at the end of July. And so I was thinking like, it's fine. That works. I didn't realize that like five days after that, I was flying to Boise and mm-hmm. I came home for less than 24 hours and then got on a plane to Cleveland. It was in Cleveland for five days and then flew back and had shows here that night. It's just, it's been nonstop. And I'm like, how did this happen again? Like right. we yeah. talked about it on the podcast. I told myself I wasn't going to do this again. And somehow it happened and I'm back to feeling like super anxious, super burnt out. And it's the fucking worst. And Dude. I hate it so much you know what i think happens i feel like when you get that break you almost get like that false confidence that you can take on everything again and you kind of jump you dive in head first again and the same thing happens you're like oh shit no this is i need to find a better balance but that might be yeah because you you were feeling like really well rested you looked very well rested you were really trying to schedule everything you know well balanced a show every other weekend or whatever yeah and then boom Oh yeah. man, yeah. I, it's really hard to tell yourself I'm I'm gonna be home two weekends a month. Yeah, because I've been dealing with the same thing. Because I my my upcoming month two months is like nonstop. Like every weekend I'm taking a red eye tomorrow night. Like oh. it's just I've been gone the past few weekends. And even even when I I've realized that even when I am going somewhere for like quote unquote vacation or like you know I went to Maine with to with my boyfriend and that was great but there was also a lot of meeting family and like even going to i went and saw my family i took my sister because i was like i'm gonna take you to see our family like we're gonna go together and um it ended up being it was great but it was like we were there for 36 hours and spent you know 15 hours in the car going both ways and i had driven to san francisco for outside lands right before so it's like i made the drive up to northern california and back two weekends in a row and i'm like oh i need to actually plan time to just be at home yes and know that that's important because even if i'm in la but i'm staying over at kyle's like that's still not being home home yeah yeah that's a thing yeah you really you have to have nothing on your calendar for a full weekend yeah i i was just telling you this over dinner it's like i schedule my downtime now like it's an appointment and i don't miss that appointment like if somebody asked me like hey do you want to do this thing on wednesday night I will say, no, sorry, I'm already busy that night or I'm booked. 
And it's because I've booked myself on my fucking couch yeah. and that's where I'm staying. Like yeah. I have to, or like I have to like pretend that I have like an important meeting with somebody yes. on my couch in order to keep that appointment, you know, but it's so necessary or else yeah. you just say yes yeah. to everything and then you're never home yes. and you never get to recharge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude. Sometimes I end up being busier when I'm home because I'm like, well, I'll be at home. And then, you know, I have days like last week where you guys saw me at the end of the day Yeah, and it was like, I've been up I, I drove two hours to la at nine and then i had an audition and then i had you know four meetings with four different writers and then oh i had this and then God. now we're podcasting and i have two shows after this oh geez and, and i barely made it to both shows and it yeah. was like oh my gosh like i can't and today was supposed to be like that too and i i've i already told both of you but like i had all those meetings that i felt guilted into taking right and then they like they got moved or people bailed or whatever because that's how la is and i'm essentially nobody and my feeling is starting to be like if i'm not big if i'm not big enough to where people won't cancel on me maybe i just shouldn't go on these meetings like maybe it's just a waste of everybody's time for me to go in for a bullshit general a general meeting everybody is when you go in (laughs) and you meet executives who have no interest in you but your reps have made a lot of promises about how you're the voice of your generation and then you have to sit there and tap dance and go see i am the voice of my generation and they go okay we'll be in touch and then they never speak to you again and it's just so hard when you have so little time at home right. to do all that shit like i don't know how kelsey you fly home for 24 hours you do a show at night and then like the next day you are like going to an audition or going to a chemistry read or you do whatever like i feel like you're always going when you get yeah. home for 24 hours you should just be like in the fetal position i know yeah. i can't stop i honestly feel like I feel like an alcoholic who like, was doing well and was sober for a few months and right. then who like got hammered and is hungover. Yeah. Like that's how oh. I feel. But with like right. workaholism where yeah. I'm like, oh, I was good. I was being really careful. Yeah. And it was just like, oh man, one thing led to another and then yeah. I woke up covered in vomit. Like oh. that's how I feel. Where I'm just like, Jesus, how did this happen? I'm yeah. Yeah. So, like, I feel sick again. And oh, ugh. dude, it's a daily struggle. That's a thing is like, yeah, workaholism is an addiction. The same stuff happens in your brain as a workaholic that happens in your brain. If you're an alcoholic, yeah. it's, wow. the, it's just adrenaline instead of alcohol. So we are addicts, uh. unfortunately. Like I, I, I feel I feel like I am. Yeah. And I feel like I now have to trick myself into not overworking. Yeah. And that's all yeah. I can really do is like, how can I? right stay sober from this thing that can easily take over my life right and cam is nice because like he'll hold me accountable for yeah for stuff like i kind of told you this on the the patreon episode that we recorded last but you know if like he sees that i'm like you know running around the house doing tasks that mean nothing it's like okay babe time to watch tv now yeah you know? right right <laughs> yeah come on sit down yeah. uh why don't you go for a walk you like walks you like you know walks. like yeah. but yeah. it's it's nice to have somebody else who is clued in to your your issue and yeah. can kind of keep an eye on it yeah, yeah. you know is yeah. kane good about that is he he's pretty good about turning off oh yeah he like that's not a problem for him he's really good at being like i'm done doing what i needed to do today and i will happily just sit here and watch tv for hours or play video games for hours and he's totally content there's nothing in his head that's like oh maybe i should have done this other thing it's like not even there yeah Yeah. so jealous (laughs) that's nice yeah kyle's not like that he's worse than me 
Is he seriously? Yeah, he's he's pretty bad. Oh, damn. Wow. He's, he's like always on his phone and he's always like, should, I'm, and I'm trying, I think I'm enabling a little bit. Where oh. I'm like, I'm like, you gotta, I was like, we gotta stop first. <laughs> like, yeah. But I also, I don't know, but I also really like that about him because I've dated like losers. Yeah. <laughs> who wouldn't do anything. Right. Well, yeah. And so I'm like, ooh, work ethic. Like it's so attractive <laughs> to me. Yeah. Right. But, and then it, but it, I think it sort of aggravates mine too, where like if he's, always taking care of stuff because there's always something to take care of right and i will get in my own where i'm like oh i could do stuff too and then by the end of the day i'm like why am i not why why don't i feel more relaxed you know like right. we hung out all day and i still feel you yeah. know which is which so, is weird yeah. so he's gotta unplug more too i'll be talking to kyle do. next time <laughs> i see him <laughs> so mama bear action. I, I slip a couple books and <laughs> tell him where the closest meeting is but it's hard because um, like i haven't i don't think since the guy I dated in college was like kind of kind of a workaholic but the last two guys I've dated have not been like <laughs> yeah. at all yeah <laughs> and so now I'm like it's 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 not something I want to really change it's like oh this is really kind of hot that you just want to work all the time <laughs> yeah no, but then I at the that. same time you're like we gotta we gotta be quiet for a sec oh man Cam yeah. is a perfect 50-50 balance like yeah, he goes to great. work yeah and then anytime he's not at work he's having fun yeah and good man or a small percent of, of time he's doing like chores that i ask him to do but other than that it's just work <laughs> and fun and yeah, he's like yeah it. i found my perfect balance this is uh, me i'm like hey you know this what? is me you do you <laughs> that's what he said the other day he's like babe i found my perfect balance this is it Aww. i go to work and then i slug around the house oh that's awesome that. okay that's fine he's so self he's like he's he's so self-aware oh yeah yeah he's oh. like i'm this is he calls the 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 side of the couch that he likes to sit on his nook so he like talks about his nook life <laughs> his nook, nook life <laughs> opposite of thug life yeah. just old man yeah, in the nook. he's got slug life or nook life and he just yeah he just hangs out on the couch and video games tv eats a meal whatever and yeah. he just sta- he stays there he's living the life and man. he's having a great time yeah <sighs> And I'm just like, how? I want some of that. I want to be able to sit there. Fuck you, man. I feel so broken and jaded. Oh, man. I'm so tired. Well, I have a couple treats. Yeah. Myself. Yeah, lift us up. Okay, here we go. So it's been a while. Maybe people have noticed something on the videos that might be a little different uh, about me, but. I got my lips done. Whoa. I got I got a little filler. I don't know if anybody's (laughs) researched this, but it's Juvederm. Yeah. I just me and my best friend went and we're like, fuck it, let's let's try it out. And they just do a little boop 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 all around your mouth hole and uh-huh. you, all you walk your out mouth hole. <laughs> you walk out with lips. It's great. They look so, great. They look amazing. Look very natural. Check peep I, the YouTube, y'all, if you want to see the ladies. They're yeah. fabulous. I just, Fabulous you know, lips. just the same way that I felt about my boobs, I just wanted a little bit bigger. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to go crazy. You know. Yeah. Does it, Cam like them? He doesn't care. He's he like, notice. I came home and he's like, babe, if you did not tell me you were doing this, I, w- I wouldn't have noticed. I probably Even in the noticed. beginning? No. Oh, I feel like you would have noticed. Well, the second, the, the second day was the most swollen, but right when I got it done, you really couldn't tell yeah, yet. Really. It hadn't, and he's like, I wouldn't have known unless you had told me that you were doing that. Oh my god! But um, yeah, it's fun. I don't know if I would if I'll do it again. Like I think it yeah. lasts about a year. It's totally reversible. If I wanted to go yeah. in and be like, hey, just yeah. put the antidote in there, take these puppies out. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, the and it, it fades. It fades. But I just like yeah, it's fun. Yeah, like, they're yeah. beautiful. You look Thank stunning. You. There you go. They do look really good. Ooh, I don't know. So There's, uh, it's uh, yeah. It's not that. I mean, I think you can really tell from the side. Like my profile looks a little mm-hmm. different and a little bit weirder now. 
but like oh, if you're no. looking from the front i feel like no, it's perfect it's nobody's great. really said anything are you gonna share the defuck with your mom oh mom my mom, mom is somebody who, situation yeah, she does not like him. mine was by birth unfortunately <laughs> this is who i am at my core but anyway my mom walked in my apartment and i had not even told her i was gonna do it or that i'd already done it and she was like what the fuck did you do to your mouth and i'm like oh, oh. i got my lips done mom okay she was like it looks terrible it looks like somebody punched you in the face oh. looks like you got stung by a bee oh she's like gosh. don't ever do it again it's <laughs> like you know i made you perfectly you don't need to mess with it all that kind yeah. of stuff and i was like mom it was just something fun i want to try with my, my girl uh, just oh, relax yeah. what did and, you think of, or what did she think of your boob job she didn't she also was like are you sure you want to do this like yeah you know why and like i've always wanted boobs like it, i thought that was pretty obvious right um and she was like okay if you're gonna do it like i want to be the one to take care of you type of thing do you think part um, of it was just that you didn't tell her i don't know maybe but she she asked me like are you okay like you what? seem to be getting all this plastic surgery and i was like well uh that was i got my boobs a couple years ago over yeah. two years ago again always wanted them yeah, yeah. uh I've always wanted a little bit plumper of a lip, yeah, if I don't yeah. mind saying myself. And so, yeah, I'm like, why not? I, I treated myself. Here's yeah. my thing. I do not spend money often, like, on me. Yeah, I yeah. spend money on, like, traveling to see family or friends or people's weddings or yeah. uh, starting my business. Has You know, there's been a lot of expenses that way. Um, filming my special, that was a big cost. But, like, I don't usually spend money, like, directly to treat myself yeah. and so when i do it might be well getting a lip or a boob job yeah. <laughs> like go big or go home yeah. like you are like either nothing or all in exactly yeah. it's like yeah. if i do something nice for myself once a year probably gonna do something like that yeah, yeah. why not yeah hey, so anyway that's one of my treat myself um another one i got my iud out Fuck yeah which Can i've been talking yes which well i've been done. it hurt it hurt, but it was super quick. Oh, it took okay. like 30, 45 minutes to get that thing in there. Wow. And then to pull it out, it was uh, five so seconds. Quick. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. And she was like, it's okay. You're on the pill now? Yeah. Back to okay. the pill. Orthocycline or something. Yeah. Orthotricycline? Yeah. Are you, on, are you on orthotricycline low or just orthotricycline? I think just the regular one. Oh, okay. I don't I'm know. on that What's one, the but difference? low. Low is lower, lower estrogen. Yeah. Okay. But, that yeah. does, but it's, the same, it's the same protection against pregnancy. T- yeah it as long as you take like it at no. the right times yeah right it yeah. sounds like it wouldn't be but because i think <laughs> i'm on low low estrogen yeah and no, not low 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 it's probably just like but yeah I the t- lowest <laughs> amount of hormone for it to be effective but i talked I to assume. my doctor and she was like no it's the same you still won't get pregnant she's like there's no difference i'm like but it huh. says low then why even have <laughs> then why even have yeah. low <laughs> yeah i don't know any sense but whatever I don't know. i'm nervous about it yeah well, that's about it also i've been decorating my apartment a little bit here and there put Good some job. vines on my balcony so i have like a cute little reading nook out there nice. and then um, i've got some curtains for my windows and so um, oh you guys i made myself a little smoothie station on Whoa. my kitchen counter because of you know the smoothies that we're all trying to yeah. do so now i have like jars where it's just everything is super easily accessible oh. i don't have to like oh, undo things every really day i lift up the jar i put the powder in i lift up my jar put my seeds in i grab everything and it's just all right there That's great. so for me if it comes to eating healthy and exercise it has to be so fucking easy yeah or i'm not gonna do it yeah i am not 
my yoga mat has got to be like facing me while I sleep or else I'm not going to pull it out from under yeah. my bed and get on that thing ever. So Good for you, that's a great idea. Tricking myself into being yeah. healthy. That's all, that's what I have to do. I've accepted that that is who I am. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's some treat myself. Nice job. Well, you treated yourself <laughs> enough for the both of us. Yeah. So. Oh my yeah. God. Over here. Yeah. Two red eyes equals a yeah. lip job. Oh, How about exactly. that? Exactly. No. Over here slowly turning to dust. Yeah. I'm uh. just so, I'm really, I've been talking to you guys both a lot about it, but I'm, it's, it's been really tough to be living in Orange County. Oh, like, I don't know you have to move. Man. You I, have to come to LA. You have to for your own sanity. Oh. I have a treat myself Ooh. kind of thing. My mom did finally sell her childhood oh, yeah. or my childhood home. Oh, man. And she moves to L.A. in two weeks. And she <gasps> found an apartment two blocks from us. Yeah. No way. Time to have baby. There we go. Mama's <laughs> yeah. coming for you. Mama's coming. <laughs> so I'm like, That's I'm fucking awesome. delighted. I can't yeah. believe that I can walk to my mom. Like, you know, that she's is been so cool. Me. Yeah. She's been two states away from me for the last uh, almost four years. And so yeah. I'm like, I can't. I'm so excited that is awesome yeah have a baby (laughs) i know i was telling her that i was like man coming down here it makes me feel like i'm supposed to have a baby soon so that you can take care of it and i was like i was like why did you wait so long to have me because now you're old woman i'm like you know i'm like damn it like you did your thing which i totally am happy she did but now it like puts all this pressure on me to like not be able to do my own thing. What do you know what I mean? She, she had you. She was thirty six. Whoa! My bro- and she was forty two when she had my brother. Wow! Whoa. Yes. So no my wonder mom you're in- fine waiting. You're like, oh, I got good genes. I know, but that's the thing <laughs> is, I love my mom so much, and I want her to be like a grandma, and and you know, selfishly, I want some help. Yeah. And you know, she's in her mid sixties, and I'm like, well, fuck. Yeah. Wow. I wanted yeah. to wait longer, but I don't know. I feel like your mom's very healthy though. She's in good shape. She'll. She'll, she'll be good. hanging in there. Yeah, but, yeah, but you she want looks her fantastic. To, yeah. You want her to, you know, really help until they're like I know <laughs> college. I know like full time help. I know. <laughs> I need her mobile. So you can, yeah, <laughs> she can come over while you're on the road and help Kane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy retirement, mom. Here's a baby for you to take care of. I know. She'd love it, I'm sure. <laughs> I know. She really would. She'd be a fucking great grandma. I'll, if awesome. you have a baby, I'll move to Burbank. I know. Will you help? help? Everybody help I, me. Oh, my oh. gosh. You should just. I want to hold a baby so bad, you guys. It's like a problem. Oh, man. Well, I don't you know. Can find some babies to hold. Dude, no big deal. So we were driving back from Northern California on Saturday night from my grandparents, me and my sister, and my grandma was like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna volunteer in the church nursery tomorrow morning, and I was like, the churchery. Oh yeah, like but she just, just go in there, and there's all these babies. I've done it before. It was a long time ago before oh. I had these urges, ah. and I just like luckily Bryn had to work at 2 p.m. on Sat on Sunday, so we couldn't stay. But I was oh. like, I I almost was like Bryn, what if I just gave you sixty dollars? <laughs> Would that cover your shift? Like I need. Oh my I was, god! I'm still a little. I regret it a little bit that Whoa. I didn't. Oh um, yeah. Oh, it's it's like you went to like an uh, animal, like a kitten shelter or something. Like that's how I feel. Where I'm like, I need to just live here. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You need to get um, your fix. That's. It. I've always had like babies in my family at one point or another, so I've never felt like super baby deprived. Maybe that's what it is. But maybe if you don't have a lot of babies in your family, don't you need to find babies. some babies. I have one, and it's in Portland. Yeah, you probably need to go and hold some people's babies. Yeah, I yeah. bet they'll let you. But I'm afraid it'll make it worse. <laughs> 
you need to go on like a baby date where you hang out with it all day because yeah. that by the time you're done with the baby you're done with the baby <sighs> babies in general for yeah. a while usually okay if I anyone feels like she's gonna be like that really yeah you, yeah maybe this one is like born to mom have like, you like she is like born to rear <laughs> <laughs> have you have you done all the things with the baby like feed it and change no. the diaper and I let it vomit on you that are i'm close enough to once you spend all day with one and you are like doing shit for that kid yeah you will get your fill yeah i really 100 percent feel that way okay i really I really, <laughs> I really i really don't she'll I, just be like oh, i mean especially if it's hers like oh yeah <laughs> not, a, not a question over, but, but i'm so i forget that i'm 24 because i hang out with you guys and i am a thousand and so like when i get the, the baby urges i'm just like i could do that in like a year and i'm like you're a child <laughs> you can't do anything you're like that. so mature though like but if you want to have a yeah, baby, you, can have a baby. you can you could do it in like three to five years you could do it whenever you want yeah I like could, there's no freaking number on that shit i know that's what you said you told me five years is what you thought i was like i don't think you'll make it past five years <laughs> I fucking know. bun she in your oven one. i really think <laughs> you're gonna be cooking something up in I the know. meantime go dabble in some opc other people's children and see how that goes <laughs> Anyone just, has a baby in the okay. LA area that I can hold, oh, man. please. Do that. Program. Do you need We're a date night? Come get Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Anyway, fine. Okay, let's Should get, we to, get into the meat. Let's get into the oh. meat. Get into the meat. I love that that's become just like something we say every episode. I know. I, we're gonna, that's going to be a, a recording we play at live shows when we just tour. Say, it's just oh. like going, let's get into the meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need a meat button. Meat button. Need a meat button. Good man. Yeah. Button and a meat button. Yeah. Yes, okay. indeed. Uh, Okay. Intuitive so, eating. Intuitive eating. So, this is a book that I read probably. Not a super long time ago, like a couple years ago. I found it at a thrift store. Uh, nice. It's by Evelyn Tribble and Elise Reich. I don't know, MSRD, mm-hmm. well, whatever those things mean. I assume it means they Registered school. dietitian, I think. Nice. That sounds right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I see. This is my first. I thought reindeer doctor. <laughs> uh, same stuff. RDD, no. you know. How Registered it is. dietitian, pretty yeah. sure. Pretty yep. sure. So all, yeah. <laughs> uh, basically it sounds very simple. And when I picked it up, I was in a place where I was doing whole 30, like, mm. but uh, I was doing it too much. I was uh, overly doing whole 30. I think part of it was like, I went through a breakup and I was like, I'm going to be single for a long time, like at least a year, which I, I almost was. What does overly doing whole 30 mean? Like, uh, what do you mean so by that? So for whole 30, you're supposed to do whole 30 for 30 days. That's why it's whole 30. Got hmm. you. And it's supposed to be a reset and you're supposed to then r- slowly reintroduce some of the foods. It's not like a, a, 
permanent thing. Got they even you. say that in the whole 30 books. I got the book. I did everything. And they were like, this is not a permanent lifestyle. Like, we don't expect you to live this restricted. I know some people do. Some people do the paleo thing and it's like hardcore. Yeah. But they're like, we don't expect you to like never eat sugar again. We don't expect you to like, all, like this is, this is a lot. Yeah. Okay. But I did it for like three months in a row with oh. like two days in between. Like I did... I did a month before I did like a month and then I took like two days off and then I did another month. Uh, and then I had Thanksgiving with my family for like two or three days and then I did another month. Oh, so it was like, and then I tried to do it again. I was like in the midst of still trying to do it. Just okay. like, I'm just going to live like this. Cause it felt to me like, okay, this is, it was like a control thing. Yeah. And I felt like a sense of accomplishment. Although I will say on whole 30, cause it was so much meat. Um, I, I was like constipated. I didn't like, I felt good because yeah. I wasn't doing sugar or anything, but I, I, I just didn't, I wasn't like as regular and stuff. And so, um, <coughs> bless you. Bless, yeah. Excuse me. Ooh, and another scared. thing it did is it just made me, uh, even more obsessive about the way I was eating. Cause I think we've all had similar yeah. experiences growing up where like, I think we were all binge eaters, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we were younger. Were. <laughs> were. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Do you ever grow out of that? I don't know. Uh, do you do you still feel like a binge eater? Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. I think like you eat till you're sick. I eat till I'm way, 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 way too full. Oh. There are painfully no, full. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Delaney doesn't experience any consequences, so yeah, it's like, right. why stop? Yeah. You look fucking beautiful. Yeah. And that's a bit. I'm thank you, baby Jesus, for that. But also, like, oof, I gotta, yeah. I gotta watch it. Yeah, see, I didn't have that experience. Uh, you could see it. Uh, I was like 30, 35 pounds heavier in high school and, uh, and the beginning of college. And then once I got really busy and then I was, I was dating somebody seriously, I just got I, – I was like too busy to overeat and I was like happier, I think, than mm-hmm. I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but like my first year of college, I was miserable too and I was – you know, I was just using food to cope. Yeah. And um, – but at this point, I felt like um, – when I was doing the whole 30 thing, I, I felt like I was like obsessively dieting essentially. Mm. And I had kind of been doing that since I was younger. Cause even when I was doing the binging stuff in high school, I mean, I would try, you know, it'd be summer and you'd like try to lose weight. And I was always bigger. Like I, you know, looked like I was 14 when I was 10, like mm. I had boobs, like I just looked right. whatever. So dieting was always like this huge thing for me where I was always trying to do it. And then you'd always binge and mess up. And so when I saw this book, I was like, well, this is, I was like, this sounds, this sounds too simplified to me. Like intuitive eating. Oh, just eat when you're hungry. Yeah. No shit. Like I was <laughs> right. not, I was not super into it, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to see. And I actually really, really, really liked this book. And I thought, I still think it kind of changed the way I think about it. Yeah. Because truthfully, I think I was doing this in college when I got super busy because I just didn't have time to obsess about it. Yeah. So I was, I was just eating when I was hungry. So basically this is what the book says about intuitive eaters. Intuitive eaters march to their inner hunger signals and eat whatever they choose without experiencing guilt or an ethical dilemma. Uh, the Mm -hmm. intuitive eater is an unaffected eater. Uh, yet it is increasingly difficult to be an unaffected eater in today's health conscious society when you consider the bombardment of nutrition, food, and weight messages from commercials, media, and health professionals. Mm. Uh, and then I liked what they said here is like <laughs> when we describe the basic eating traits of an intuitive eater to our clients, it's amazing how often we hear the response, that's how my wife eats or that's how my boyfriend eats. 
Hmm. And I, I think we've all had friends like that. I certainly have where they just, they just eat when they're hungry and when they're hungry, they eat what they want and they have a cookie and they're like, I had a cookie and you're like, but there's 15 yeah. more cookies <laughs> yeah. that yeah. you could eat. Right. right. But those people were always a mystery to me. And for some reason, having it laid out in this book like this was very helpful yeah. for me. I'm not totally sure why. Uh, but the way the way they describe it is like an intuitive eater eats like a toddler does. Like just when they get hungry. Yeah. They, they mm-hmm. cry when they're hungry. They eat when they're hungry. They stop when they're full. Uh, if a, you yell at a kid to come in for dinner when they're four and they're still having fun playing and they're not that hungry, they won't come in. Mm, Whereas mm. as an adult, there's all these, there's all these mental things that you have. So you're like, I better eat because I should, or this is what I should eat. These are bad foods. So it just kind of tries to, to get rid of all of that. Yeah, um, so hard listen to your to body. Like deprogram. <sighs> it's so hard. I feel yeah. like the intuitive eating thing is like the anti-diet. Yes. Right. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It's so tough because yeah, it it there's they talk about so much in here, but there's there was at one point where they talk about um, the fears that hold you back from intuitive eating. So I'm gonna I'm jumping ahead, but I'm gonna talk about that because cool. it ties into Please what you said. Do. So the fears that hold you back. First one is I won't stop eating. I was mm. terrified. When I read this, I was like, that's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna just go, I'm gonna eat whatever. Cause they tell you in this book in order to kind of heal yourself from this mentality, this diet mentality, they straight up tell you like, go eat exactly what you want to eat and enjoy it and Mm -hmm. just let yourself eat it. Yeah. And just don't even monitor yourself. And and you're like, well, that, if I do that, it'll be bad. (laughs) And it's true that, you know, maybe in the beginning there'll be a little bit of that, but I don't know. I, I think if you, if you do that enough, you kind of, if you're paying attention to when you're hungry, you're also paying attention to when you don't feel that great. Yeah. So if you're eating, garbage you're gonna feel like garbage but the other thing they talk about in here is like that last supper thing before a diet where you go well i'm never gonna eat this again yeah so i'm gonna eat all of it tonight yes yeah and it doesn't work no at all it's a terrible start they also talk about um how the moment you say you're not allowed to have something that's all you want to do we've talked about that with like tv appearances where we're like month till the tonight show i'm gonna eat perfect and of course you don't you're like right. taco bell no. three times this week great I eat worse right. than i've ever eaten when it yeah. was leading up to the tonight show because i just was like oh i'll just try again tomorrow and then it did, I did that for 30 days i was yeah. like whoops it's, it's like now the- and i'm just gonna wear spanx so. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> so that fixes all those cookies <laughs> Yeah, uh, another thing that holds them back, I've tried it before. They're like, whatever, I've tried to eat whatever I want, didn't work. Um, a self-fulfilling prophecy, sometimes just the thought that you'll overeat is enough to make you actually do it. I won't eat healthy. Uh, and a lack of self-trust, which mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys I, feel like that. Yes. Like trust that you can't stop? Or? Trust that you can't eat healthy if like if like if you have like if you have ice cream in the house, yeah. you don't trust yourself to get too much ice cream because if you have like, a big thing of ice cream you're gonna overeat it you're not gonna eat like tiny bits over the next three weeks yeah. you're gonna finish that ice cream in like a few days yes that's exactly what i do yeah, yeah, me yeah. Too. i'm like i just can't <laughs> buy those things anymore yeah yeah i have Same. to go i have to make it hard for myself to go get those things usually like oh it's yeah. gonna be a trip to the grocery store i'm gonna mm-hmm. have to walk and get it or whatever yes. yeah um i like that i i didn't read the book but i watched her youtube pre- uh, presentation mm-hmm. um tri- triple is that right yeah, yeah um and i do that that last supper thing is so interesting because mm-hmm. she she made the point where when you think it's the last time you're going to do something or or eat something or whatever you're not really present you're not even present enough to ask yourself do i actually even like this thing or mm, what do i feel yeah. like when i eat this thing or what yeah. do i feel like after i eat this thing you're just thinking oh my god just 
you know, get it in there. And, yes. you know, so yeah. I really like that. Um, also, uh, I just kind of wanted to cover cover the, the 10 principles yes, of intuitive eaters. This is what was on the, the PowerPoint presentation yeah, yeah, yeah. she had. Honor your hunger, respect fullness, seek satisfaction, honor feelings, exercise, reject diet mentality, make peace with food, challenge the food police, uh, respect your body, and gentle nutrition. Was that mm-hmm. one of them? Yeah, I think yeah. basically that just means eat healthy, but don't be a nazi about it yeah Yeah. i really like this this theory or method for people who i think have an unhealthy relationship with food Mm -hmm. like the moral issue that they have like the donut is bad and the apple is good Mm -hmm. i like how they kind of break down like look an apple and a donut are morally the same no nothing one is not better you know or or evil right uh nutritionally a little bit different but right. you're not a bad person if you eat the donut mm, yes. and you're not a good person if you eat the apple Interesting. you take that morality issue out of it yeah. i like that a lot and i think this is probably a particularly good book for anybody who might have an eating disorder in, mm-hmm. in that way um but this did not work for me very well really i w- i felt like i was in a really good routine eating pretty healthy <laughs> having my little treats here and there uh-huh. feeling good and when i spent the whole day reviewing this stuff and watching this presentation i went to fucking town because yes. it gave me permission to eat whatever i wanted whenever i wanted and i was eating multiple burgers a day i ate wow. two cartons of ice cream this week you guys it was i went to fucking town for wow. at least a week non-stop non-stop oh, so man. i don't think <laughs> this was very good for my mentality wow. however it, the week went by and I'm back to right. doing, you know, relatively good stuff. Yeah. But I, I really went for it. I'm like, oh, my God, I can eat whatever I want when I, oh, my intuition wants in and out So I'm going to go do that. Right. And, oh, it wants it again. So I guess, you know. So I don't so know, like, if your intuition's like a fuck boy, I don't know what you really <laughs> do. Because. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, right so funny, yeah so funny. because you also have to think about well where's your intuition coming from mm, are well, you yeah. eating your feelings are you actually hungry right are mm-hmm. you somebody who i guess w- if you're overweight you produce or you're you're what is it leptin something about leptin you like produce more or like your your signals your hunger signals are yeah. not the same right so well yeah and i think also like when we had alex on how how sugar is like chemically addictive and that you have to actually do a sugar detox in order to actually hear the correct signals. And I feel like I've, like I've definitely slipped back into having more refined sugar, which sucks, but I'm, you know, it's better than it was before. Um, But I do feel already bad before. I've never felt like you were. I mean, I would usually find a way to have some form of dessert every day mm-hmm. and not like yeah. a probably a huge quantity but you know every day having like a cookie or a brownie or something like that and i yeah. just I don't okay know. i just feel like it would probably build up um but yeah i can already feel like maybe my intuition is not as clear as it was when we were doing like the hardcore stuff with alex and having that weird raw cacao 
shit that you hate. <laughs> oh, I like fudge. it in my smoothie. I'm still making that. I, I like it in my beauty that. fudge. Dude, yeah. I make I make those smoothies now, but it's like that smoothie on steroids. Like I do Ugh. pretty well with my morning smoothie now. Yeah. Like that is one thing that I do during the week wow. um, because I need something to keep me full or else I'll yeah. go to town. I'll get to work and I'll get a freaking breakfast burrito and then yeah. I'll have lunch, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, no, I put like broccoli and cucumber and spinach and the cacao are you serious? and wow. banana and Who avocado it's like a full fucking meal in that thing because if i don't have that and i have to have a full avocado in there yeah. and a full banana i have to like really stuff it it's like thick it is not even a smoothie that it's a fuck you it's have a goddamn a full meal avocado and a full banana in oh there? yeah yeah or else i will be hungry by 10 30 yeah, and i will with your metabolism. i will get two freaking uh, lunches yeah. oh i have God, to that's so i have easy. at yeah. least an avocado every day because i just have to because if you don't i feel like I it get... keeps you a little full really i yeah. feel like almost like pukey if i have more than like half of an avocado really? i mean yeah. i don't eat the whole thing at once and so like oh, I, I this do, is yeah. so high fat and so like rich i just feel like it I i'll have know. like half an avocado in the morning and like half at night mm, and i think I can, that's I can great do that, I and think. that keeps me from like wanting a bunch of sugar or anything yeah the fat the fat thing was like a real game changer for me Same. also we were talking yeah. about this i i think i'm just pescatarian now i think that's just like my oh. deal because i like i tried to have some chicken this weekend i was just like this doesn't i don't feel right about this yeah chicken is yeah. getting weird for me chicken's real like weird beef and fish yeah it's <laughs> very not beef. pescatarian <laughs> <laughs> like burgers and yeah shrimp. fish just is and everyone's so different but fish really agrees with me yeah. uh beans agree with me i think gluten-free is a little bit better for me yeah like i yeah. just you know just maybe it's a mental it thing yeah you just gotta figure it out and mm-hmm. uh this i like that they went through all of the different um types of eaters because i was i was wondering what you guys who you mostly related to describe so them the three know. eating personalities are uh the careful eater which is like overly planned uh like always planning the next meal very careful almost like militant eating Mm -hmm. and they're maybe not dieting necessarily but they like scrutinize every food situation Mm -hmm. and there's the professional dieter uh who every choice they make is to lose weight which Mm. you know they do the last supper thing there's a vicious cycle where they're like dieting really hard they feel deprived so they binge and they gain weight back i've definitely been that before where you know as messed up as it sounds like i feel like i'm finally in a place now where i'm eating for health and like how i feel but it took a long time to get to a point where i wasn't you know just going like well what's gonna make me thinner like Mm, if if it makes me thinner then i'm into that like that's fine i'm finally at a place now where i'm like you know what like this is where my body is comfortable and i this is like the thinnest i've ever been and i don't think i can get much thinner uh, even if I was like, I don't know, I don't, I would have to eat like no sugar or carbs at all. Like I would have to be unhealthy to lose Oof, more weight. Right. And, um, just being in that mindset is so miserable. And, and, yeah. and you know, like there are so many people, those are the, my favorite Instagram accounts to follow are people who like used to be like, you know, bikini models or like professional bodybuilders or something. And they show like before pictures and they're like, they look amazing and then they show pictures of them after and they still look really really good but they're clearly not as thin and they're like so on the right hand side uh that was me eating 800 calories a day and working out four hours a day and it's like oh shit you have no idea what people are doing oh yeah and then this other one where they look great but they don't look they could they look like they could be that thin you know where you're like oh my god anyway and then the third kind was uh an unconscious eater and they Mm -hmm. had a bunch of like sub 
subtypes of uh, of unconscious eaters. They have chaotic, where you're just too busy, so you're just like, what can I get? Right. Uh, uh, refuse not, where they just never refuse anything that's offered. Waste not. They don't want to waste food. Is that Oh, I'm going to refuse not and waste not for sure. That's what I thought. Yeah. Oh. And then there's an emotional unconscious eater, where you just eat when you're sad or when you feel whatever. And then, uh, and they're all just, chron- they all just lead to chronic overeating. Um, mm. It's just, just all the different Thing. They just go so in depth on all the different reasons why you're eating. So it's just all about listening to your body, I feel like, and listening yeah. to your emotions and just identifying where you're at. Um, like they right, talk yeah. about, uh, and they talk about the fact that it's normal. They say like normal eaters don't always just eat from pure hunger. You know, there's taste hunger where just you want to eat it because it tastes good. There's practical hunger, which is like, okay, I'm going to be hungry at six. Yeah. It's 430 now. I'm not that hungry, but I have to eat because I can't eat until eight if I don't eat now. Uh, and then emotional hunger, which is like you're feeling something. And they talk about like the the sort of void you feel after you're not using food anymore to cope with stuff. I don't know if you guys have experienced that. I definitely did. Mm-hmm. I've, I've noticed it in the last few years, especially when because I'm at a point now where like if I most of the time, if I do have that instinct to like go eat ice cream or something. Yeah, because I'm sad. I know it's not going to work. Oh. Whereas when I was younger, yes, I felt sure. like it helped. For and, sure. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost, you almost like mourn the the ease of it. Yeah. I mean, um, I can tell myself like, yeah, you could get that cookie and you would maybe have like the pain you're feeling be a little bit better for those 10 seconds you're eating it. Yeah. But then after you're done, the pain is still going to be there. And also you're going to feel like shit because you just ate a bunch of cookies. Yep, so it's actually right. going to make it worse. No. Um, I've done a lot of self analysis with my eating stuff over the last couple of years. And I'm, I, I, I don't know if I, if I should say this because I might get a talking to about it. But again, not trying to offend anybody. Um, when I was younger, I know my mom is an amazing mother. She's always been pretty unhealthily overweight. Mm-hmm. And I remember as a kid trying to stuff myself or eat as much as I could so she couldn't eat it and get mm-hmm. more unhealthy. And I think in a weird way I've been trying to like – I've gotten in this habit of like trying to save my mom or something. Yeah. Uh, and I knew that if I ate a bunch of the cookies, she couldn't, she wouldn't have, she wouldn't have any Dude. cookies to eat that night and stuff. Yeah. So I think I've just kind of kept in that habit and, you know, I have to take responsibility now for it as an adult, but I think it kind of stemmed a lot from that. And also just like food growing up was just like fun and yeah. I yeah. enjoyed food. It was like my family's very, when it comes to food, it's very entertaining and all this stuff. Yeah. It's like, I have a lot of like nice warm memories when it, when it comes to food. Yeah. Um, but I think some of the unhealthy stuff w- was maybe surrounded by that a little wow. bit. Yeah. Mom, I love you. It's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> she might listen to this and be like, do I listen to this episode? <laughs> have you talked <laughs> to her about talk? that? I've never told her that now. Really? Wow. No. no. I remember a Patreon. You told yeah. me that like, I don't know, six months ago, maybe longer. And yeah. I was yeah. like, I mean, that totally stayed with me because I just feel like that's a really like, of course, that would affect you like mentally, right. emotionally with your eating habits as you continue to get older. Right. Those are such young learned patterns. Right. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm like trying to break that. As a 28-year-old, yeah. like, because I'll just be very unconscious about it. Like, I've eaten dinner with you guys where, like, if you have leftovers, I'm eating your leftovers. Uh, like, I yeah. think you had, like, a leftover couple sushi rolls I today. Did, yeah. And I had to physically stop myself and be like, really? Taylor, let me eat that shit. Because I was like, Delaney, you are full. 
you do not need Taylor's leftovers right now. <laughs> wow. But I have to be so like present about it, being like, wow. this is what's going on. Yeah. You're not in this situation anymore. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. Wow. Yeah. So I know where some of it comes from. Did you realize that in therapy or just on your own? Um, I think I've kind of come to that realization on my own. That's very impressive. Because I went through a really awful few months of like eating everything and not getting full to the point where i thought oh. i maybe had a tapeworm or something really and, ba- oh. and basically realized it was a lot of it, just it was emotional wow yeah wow. yeah that's crazy crazy shit man oh my gosh it's um, there's so many things oh yeah i i liked oh she kind of talked about uh some dieting behaviors in disguise to kind of watch out for um so if you do any of these things maybe you might have an unhealthy mm-hmm. relationship with it uh paying penance for bad foods Drinking something instead of eating, limiting your carbs, putting on an act in public. I'm assuming Mm. like trying to eat super healthy in public, maybe Um, competing with someone who is dieting and not eating at certain times of the day. Yeah. And it's really she's like, it's really all about variety, balance and moderation and the consistent the consistency over time that matters. It's kind of like if you're just focusing on how the food makes you feel and how the exercise makes you feel you're just going to naturally kind of lose weight because you're not, you know, right. so focused yeah. on it, which I like that about exercise because I'm somebody who I can really get in the habit of like, look, if I'm not going hard balls to the wall exercise, yeah. what's the point? I should just sit here. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, no, something is better than nothing. And yeah. going for a nice little walk is yeah. better than just sitting there. Yeah. And so yeah. I have to get out of that mentality because I was, you know, athlete grown up and I know what a hard workout feels like versus not. And I'll beat myself up sometimes for just wanting to go on a walk or a little hike or something. Yeah. I did the yeah. exact same thing. So I, think I like that, that. Like the competitive sports background. Yeah. Like I will never be able to unknow what it feels like to actually be so exhausted that you feel like you would just fall asleep on like a bus or something like you could fall asleep anywhere. You're so physically tired. And I don't know how to make myself that tired anymore because it's just on my own. Right. And like Mm -hmm. I'm going to I'm not disciplined enough to push myself to that point. I'll push myself to where I get like sweaty, but I don't have a coach screaming at me and like threatening to, you know, take me off the starting lineup or something (laughs) if I don't finish these laps. So it's really hard. It's and back then I used to eat whatever the fuck I wanted whenever I wanted. I mean, I was eating everything all the time and I was like the most fit I've ever been. And I'll I'll never be like that again. I just know I won't. Yeah. Which sucks, but it is what it is. So I was in creative writing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that's. Oh, go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead, Taylor. You go. I really like this too. Um, She says you gotta you gotta get rid of this whole all or nothing black and white dieting mentality. It can be really dangerous because uh, there's only two options. It's one perfection which is not attainable or main or maintainable and the other one is feeling like you failed so you need Mm. that middle of the road gray Mm -hmm. area where you're just doing what you feel um i really like that uh yeah she was like pretty hardcore against like the dieting industry like she was really like i don't care if it's weight watchers or jenny craig or whatever the fuck it ain't working satan it's dieting and weight loss is a 66 billion dollar industry with repeat business because yeah. you know one yeah. thing doesn't work. doesn't work you go on to the next one yeah. right yeah um but i really like the whole you know bring the enjoyment back to eating and food i really do like if you're gonna eat that donut don't 
beat yourself up for it. Just enjoy it while it's yes. happening and move on. Right. right. Don't fucking beat yourself up all day and go on a three hour run to oh, try man. to, yeah. you know, cancel it out. Just yeah. just let yourself enjoy it. Yeah. Because sometimes right? it's fine. Like, just go be. That was like a big thing in Whole30. There were like chapters on what do I do when it's Christmas and everybody has. And they're like, just make your own cranberry and nut oh, butter shit the fuck <laughs> out of here and just bring your own and say does anyone want this and i'm oh, like no. this, this, is, yeah. this is a joke no one wants your bird seed karen yeah. that's for you and you alone yeah it's just like not at all and then there were a couple times where they're like well if your grandma made and she like slaved over them and it means something to you then you know just have a little bit and enjoy uh. it and it's like this is the saddest shit i've ever read in my whole life like I don't know. It's yeah. just, I'm pretty, I think again, it's good to reset. If you're trying to figure out when you're really hungry and like if you're addicted to sugar and everything, I think Whole30 is actually pretty good. And I know they have made adjustments for plans, you know, if you're right. vegetarian or vegan or whatever else. Um, so, I, but just know that it's a reset. Don't like, yeah, do a whole episode on that. But uh, like yeah, that. there were so many other things. The, oh, so she was talking about in the book, they talk about rebound eating. Which is like just Ooh. more. Do you remember that? Did they talk I don't about know. that? that sounds they were talking though. about you know people who you know eat as if they're in captivity, uh, as if they're competing with other people for food based on how they grew up, as if they're you know still in the depression, like just ah. like that it's scarce once in a lifetime. Like I'll never eat this again. But one that I thought was really interesting, and I wanted to know if you felt this way specifically, Kelsey, because it was uh, the returning home rebound eating. Uh, where you've been gone, you've been away from home for so long that you overeat because you're just so relieved to have familiar foods. Oh. I have, I had not thought about that. I've done that before. Yeah. Where I've gotten home and I've just been like stuck in a hotel room. And so I had to have like, even if it's really good, healthy food, I do eat more than I need to. Oh, oh, I'm just because like, I'm like, oh, thank God I can have scrambled eggs and again. I'm like in control of it. I definitely yeah. I guess I did do that today. Now that I think about it, because I would like actually went to the grocery store and it's kind of that like, yes. you know, when you go, go to the grocery store and then you open the fridge and you're like, oh, I have there's so many options. I can't choose. So I'll just eat all of them right now. Yeah. <laughs> like that's kind of what I did. But also I feel like when I'm on the road, I end up eating way more like unhealthy foods yeah. than I would at home. And so it's almost like maybe I do eat more when I come home, but I definitely eat a lot healthier I'm once I get home because I'm just like, fuck, I just had, you know, fish and chips three nights in a row or whatever, yeah. you know. Ugh. I so end, You know what food. I feel like? I feel like I under eat on the road it, oh, depending really? on where I'm at. Yeah. If I am um, somewhere that I can't, there's nowhere for me to get to, it's tough for me to find like healthier options. Yeah. And so what I'll end up doing is just not eating as much to like kind of. Oh, counter it that too. Do you huh. do that too yeah, yeah. but depends. then i get home and when there's enough healthy options i'm like well i'm gonna make you know just a bunch of scrambled eggs and yeah. spinach and just all of and i'm yes. gonna make bell peppers and then you just get really full on stuff that's very good for you but it's almost like you've just been it's you're coming it's from emotional. a place of deprivation yeah, yeah. that makes total sense hmm. i definitely do that yeah oof you yeah, eat like a bunch sense. of freezer fudge because you're like this yeah, is fine yes <laughs> yeah there's no sugar in it you're like, yeah, but yeah. there's a lot of coconut oil oh man yeah. Yeah. um i thought it was interesting she made the comparison between france and the united states where it's like the yes. french you know they eat when they want they drink the wine they eat the cheese and the bread and the this and like they're one of the most healthy countries yeah. and meanwhile the you know the united states is like everybody's always on a diet and stuff we're in like one of the most unhealthy countries yeah um, that's another book i read uh french women don't get 
Get Fat. That was oh, the really? audiobook. I really enjoyed it. And oh, it was about this girl who went, basically stayed in France for a number, I don't know how long she lived there. Yeah. And, uh, and she's just talking about how they eat over there and how it's just very mindful and they enjoy it and they yeah. eat there. And it's just good ingredients. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds dope. But sometimes <laughs> I'm uh, at the O'Hare airport at 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. And there's looking for Kelsey and she's yeah. at a different airport. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. So it's like, you don't know. Um, yeah. And then, oh, there was another thing they were talking about. Uh, oh, where she, they were talking about using food to cope with emotions and oh, how yeah. sometimes they do a thing called loosening the reins where if you're a very high achieving individual, yeah. the only time that you feel like you can let yourself let loose is when you're, when you like let yourself binge or like eat uh, crazy, hmm. which I felt like that sometimes where if I do, I don't really even binge anymore. Like for me, if I say like, oh, I binged, it just means I ate something really unhealthy it just means it's like, not oh, like oh quantity it's like yeah it's it like is. oh like i went and had like two donuts or something which is not like binging necessarily where you know you go and eat like eight right but it's still that's like so out of character for me that like yeah. that'll be like oh something you agonize over but it i did still relate to that as far as like you know you're doing everything perfectly and then you get really stressed out and then you go you know what i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna go get something that tastes really good yeah, and sit in my car by myself. I had yeah. pie for dinner last night and lunch today. Oh man, I'm proud of you <laughs> because that's where I was at emotionally, and I just was like, I need this, and I don't want anybody to ask me any questions about it. Yeah, it's my intuitive eating. This is what my body wants, what it needs. <laughs> and I had half of the pie last night, and I had the rest for lunch. And Do you feel better? Um, I mean, like emotionally, it felt like the right choice. <laughs> yeah, physically, afterward, not so much. You know, it's like, well, yeah. it's a lot for 11 a.m. But yeah. Yeah, I'm proud. Well, I got my IUD out on this past Saturday, so Cam bought me treats because I went to the doctor, <laughs> and so he got me two donuts and a carton of ice cream, and I ate all of it. Oh my, oh my god. god. I love that this he is... got you a treat for going to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. I also was like, if there's treats waiting for me, I'm not going to be mad about it, you know? I just don't know how you don't feel sick. Like, I will never forget you talking about when you went to the baseball game not that long oh, ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you talked about like what you ate in that <laughs> yeah. period of time and i just yeah. i don't understand f- the anatomy of you like physically where it even fits in your body and how yeah. you don't like feel like you need it to come back up well sometimes i do feel sick okay a lot of the time i don't okay but um no a lot of the time i do i'm like oh that was that was too much and yeah but I've, it's it can't go back it's it's already inside me so um but no like i felt great i ate those two donuts and that ice cream and i felt totally fine you're talking like a pint of you felt totally fine yeah like a you know this kind of ice cream a little bit like no i felt fine i went out and ran some errands after you know, had you like, already had a meal or is like no that was my breakfast oh i had a couple that raspberries your breakfast. i had a couple raspberries before all that because i oh, woke well. up early to go to the doctor Shit, and i didn't want to pass out so i had some raspberries but then i had oh, i had the ice cream later on in the day but i had the donuts went out didn't eat for several hours came back but you know those were your, your breakfast calories I don't, I don't know how you do it man but yeah sometimes i do overdo i'm like okay that was yikes um well we should probably let's wrap yeah. up. i do want to read the the other ways uh to cope with your emotions that aren't food because i thought these were pretty good yeah as far as just like oh i was like oh i guess those things are way better than donuts yeah uh number one get rest sure when i haven't slept i'm i feel like so hungry i've made my worst food decisions when i'm exhausted in an airport at 4 a.m and i go you know what i'm i'm gonna have an orange juice 
and whatever the hell else I want in here. Yeah, what is absolutely. that? Candy ginger? Give it to me. Because you're like overcompensating for like the lack of one need not being met. So you're like, well, this other one is going to be super met. Yes. Pie. Two meals. Pie. <laughs> two meals. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah. Number two was sensual pleasure. Uh, oh. which is just a just a real creepy way of saying sex <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> rub it out man. which is true yeah. man like that was part of it i think once i became sexually active i was like oh this is way better than food <laughs> uh like that's the only time i'll forget to eat is when i'm having a lot of sex yeah uh, i'm like oh this is i don't better. know they're kind of equal for i me. will I always really? take cake over dick <laughs> i mean really without question <laughs> never am i loved a lot longer than i (laughs) (laughs) and i love dick but like cake is cake man that is true in my mind dick but cake is cake i mean you can't you can't compete with cake i'm sorry oh my god i love you so much (laughs) uh number three is express feelings instead of eating them maybe just say hey i'm sad instead of going (laughs) Uh, number four is uh being heard understood and accepted uh is that better than cake uh, yeah, that's what I thought. No. <laughs> uh, five being creatively and intellectually stimulated, and six receiving warmth and comfort. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. <laughs> no, those real are all skeptical. Great. Oh, I want it real quick. I just want to zip through a couple things. Yeah. The four characteristics of intuitive eaters rely on your internal hunger. You can eat without apology. Eats for physical and not emotional reasons. Yes. Um. There's a couple others. Because the idea is if you're really listening to your body, your body doesn't really need Taco Bell. Yes. What your body needs is probably like avocado. Sure. And maybe some leafy greens. Exactly. Um, I will say I I don't think the intuitive eating is for everybody, including myself. I think it's a great way for you to maintain like maybe where you're already at. Yeah. As far as when it comes to losing weight, maybe you can lose those extra pounds that you're wanting to. But when it comes to like... You know, if you're if you're, um, oh, you know, medically or clinically obese, I know that that can screw up your hormones. So you're more resistant to insulin and leptin, making basically you don't know when to stop eating your your sensors, I guess, Mm. you know, like you don't actually know when you're full. Um, uh, Let's see psychological issues can also impact your ability to make rational choices about food so another thing you might need to uh seek professional help with that before you can get your food more under control and um oh you're also another one your body tells you what you need in order to maintain your current weight so if you're looking Mm. to lose weight it might not work because you know if you're overweight your your body's gonna tell you to keep eating more food to maintain that that's a really good point yeah so again not for everybody yeah uh you know if you're trying to have a drastic weight loss probably not for you right if you're trying to repair your relationship with food that's it yeah i think that's it like i mean when i when i read this i was already pretty much where i wanted to be weight wise i lost a little bit of weight like just doing this uh but it wasn't enough to make a huge difference right um and i wasn't necessarily trying to and i wasn't at an unhealthy weight i was within the range that was totally fine so again those are all really good things to to yeah look at but again if you're all messed up with food psychologically i think it's it's worth reading it's definitely worth reading absolutely absolutely no i i i thought it was interesting cool Sorry. All right, um, guys, plug your shit. 
Perfect. So this comes out on Monday, August 27th. Um, I'll be headlining American Comedy Co. down in San Diego Woo! this Thursday through Saturday. This with is Kane, right? Uh, yes, Kane will be Fun. with me. This is where the um, homeless guy was humping my poster outside the club, Hell which will yeah. forever be the best promo I could ever receive. So Ooh. if you're in San Diego, I think we do have some helpsters down there. Um, please come out to those shows. Uh, Twitter is at Kelsey Cook. Instagram is Kelsey Cook Comedy. And um, website is KelseyCook.com. Perfect. Uh, TTomComedy.com for tour dates, just to make it real easy. August 30th, that's this week, uh, through September 2nd. Oh, no, August 31st, sorry, just Friday through Sunday. I am at the Funny Bone in Syracuse, New York. Uh, <coughs> September 13th through 16th, I'm at the San Jose Improv. And uh, September 26th through the 30th, I am at the Comedy Cellar in Las Vegas. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. DelaneyFisher.com, at Delaney Fisher across the board. Dicks by Delaney is super close to the hard launch. And, um, oh, also, a couple things have been added to Patreon. Uh, we have added little three-on-one Skype calls. We're going to be Skyping mm-hmm. you guys in between podcast recordings. We've added mm-hmm. that. We've al- we also mm-hmm. added the Helpster's Choice, where you guys get to choose um, one episode topic every month. So go to the Patreon.com slash self-helpless and sign up for bonus episodes and prizes. Yay. We Yay. love you guys. We love, love you. you. Well, I want-